Welcome to Cardano Over Coffee. Remember to join us live Monday through Friday on Xspaces at 1.30 p.m. UTC, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This show is sponsored by Yam4, crypto loans with no margin calls or ongoing interest repayments and indefinite loan terms. Yes, it's possible. Check them out today at yam4.com. That's Y-A-M-F-O-R-E dot com. We're excited to announce our participation at NFTXLV 2023, a dynamic and rapidly expanding blockchain conference at the Las Vegas Convention Center from September 29th to October 1st. This event unites blockchain, Web3, and NFT enthusiasts for an educational and fun experience. Secure your tickets and make your accommodation arrangements at nftxlv.com. It will be an unforgettable event. On today's show, we got Andrew, also known as Jarhead, joining us. He's running Project Camo, the Cardano Alliance for Military Outreach. They have a Fun 10 Catalyst proposal where they're trying to unleash the potential of Cardano by empowering veterans with blockchain technology. Listen in to learn all about it. Plus, go vote. Fun 10 is now active and ends soon. Check out our Fun 10 Catalyst proposal for Cardano over coffee. Let's jump right in to the show. Woots and what, what? I'm sorry, I didn't know what that one that did. Was and not it's me. So. Funny. That was really good, even though. <laughs> all all uh, good. It smells fresh in here. Good morning. It's all good. Don't worry. You're not going to hurt my sensibilities uh, by farting. It's okay. It's all good. That's right, man. Why do they even have that? We don't make the rules over here. We're just cooking in this crazy kitchen. And a warm welcome to uh, Camo, I believe... If you don't know, now you will know that we do have our good friend Jarhead, Callie Drew over there, joining us on the PFP. What's going on, my friend? How are you this morning? Hey, guys. In my best Cardano poppy voice, hey, hey, this is Jarhead on the Project Camo account. Just wanted to pop in and tell you all about Camo and what's happening. Catalyst Bowden's about to end, so uh, go ahead and check it out. Hey, this is Cardano Nudes on the Cardano Over Coffee account. Just popping in to say, hey, man, thanks a lot for joining us. And uh, really stoked to uh, hear all about this. Uh, it's a project. It's an idea. It's uh, uh, an endeavor that I know near and dear to your heart and also, too, has been cooking for quite some time. We've had numerous conversations, I could say, extending back into the early Stoners Club days, late at night. And you talking about the uses of blockchain technology for the veteran population. And it seems that this is the inspiration for this. Is that correct? I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know how, how did the, the wheels start turning for this particular endeavor? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, when I joined the community and started popping into, uh, you know, Twitter and, and getting into spaces, I realized that there were a lot of veterans, a lot of Marine Corps veterans in particular that were involved in, web, in uh, block, blockchain. I uh, started connecting in with other people from different blockchains. And I was like, dude, I don't know what it is. It's some characteristics of veterans, I don't know, sense of adventure or opportunity or whatever it is. They found their way here, um, you know, to look at this technology that might power the future. And I, I thought to myself, dude, how can I help this out? You know, like what knowledge do I have that I can bring forward to other veterans that might not know anything about blockchain itself? And, and how am I going to facilitate uh, this transfer of knowledge from me to them? And, and so that's how Camo was born. And over the basically the past year and a half, 
you know, I've thought of ideas of how to showcase the power of blockchain. And unfortunately enough, you know, projects like World Mobile, Token, uh, and Book.io, they've come around and, and really solidified an actual use case. Uh, and not that there's not any other use case, but I think that those are probably the most important ones. And I think as Camo, if, uh, if I can get this, this Catalyst proposal funded, what I can do is run around the country and go to these different tech events, conferences, um, you know, blockchain specific or veteran related. And, and I can actually showcase, you know, what blockchain is doing right now and how people can get involved. So when veterans are transitioning out of service, you know, they can look at something and, and not just see the rugs like, uh, you know, Luna and FTX and stuff, but they can actually see something that's happening here and how it can help change the world for the better in the future. Uh, so that is, uh, the basic premise of, you know, camo, it's, it's basically an outreach organization of like-minded people um, who just want to support transitioning veterans um, and, and service people as well. You know, I know me and Hero have talked quite a bit, you know, in the past, uh, how, how things are kind of similar, right? Whether we're dealing with trauma, what, what, what you deal with day in, day out, right? And, and the wars have finally ended, but it took 20 years. And, and there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of trauma, a lot of issues that veterans have to they have to kind of navigate their way through. And, and if I can be, you know, uh, kind of a, an ear, you know, or at least an avenue for them to, you know, reach out and say, hey, look, I'm struggling with this, uh, then I will be that. But CAMO as an organization can be filled with like-minded people who can help support that as well, because I can't do it alone. So this is the whole thing about uh, CAMO, Cardano Alliance for Military Outreach. It is an alliance of people, and it's me as the executive director networking at first, but if we can grow this organization, then I think it'll help out uh, everybody into the future. You know, we have representatives on the board of directors that live in different parts of the country that will be able to attend some of these conferences, um, you know, funded by Camo um, and, you know, ex extend the outreach, you know, into all these veterans who are transitioning. So that's kind of the basic premise. And that's how I uh, that's how Camo came about. I love it, man. Thank you so much for that backstory and that orientation to it. Could you speak to me a little bit in terms of who is Camo? I know that yourself, you're obviously involved, but as you mentioned, there's quite a number of veterans in our community. I'm curious to know who on the team are you working with for this endeavor? Yeah. Yeah. So there's Armando Ray. Uh, so, okay. Uh, you guys remember 80180 um, stake pool? Unfortunately, he had to shut down uh, about a year ago, uh, but um, he used to have a YouTube channel and also a stake pool, and uh, he's a Marine Corps veteran, and he works for Home Base, which is uh, an offshoot of the Red Sox Foundation, which people don't know, uh, is basically um, there to support uh, veterans in their mental health struggles, and, and Home Base is the organization that kind of facilitates that, and they are the largest mental health provider for Wounded Warrior Project. And he's a senior director uh, down in Florida because Florida has a lot of uh, a lot of veterans. Um, so he's on the board of directors and he's a co-founder of Camo. We also have Mike Reyes, who was uh, one of the founders of the Hope Warriors Project. Uh, he's a 3D modeler. And matter of fact, the the logo, the PFP that you see on Camo profile, he he 3D modeled that, which is kind of cool. It's a you know topographical kind of thing with uh, with the Camo logo. And and you know he. Dude, he's just been doing stuff for free um, in support of Camo the whole entire time, uh, along with the Hope Warriors project. So um, then you have uh, James Ballister, who's NFT Rescue Foundation. Uh, you know, he's brought on because he actually has a 501c3. And so he's kind of an advisor. He, he can help navigate the waters of what actually needs to happen uh, to, to be incorporated as a nonprofit. 
Um, and also, you know, he, he's very supportive of, uh, of veterans and, you know, hopefully if things kick off, you know, I can be uh, a board, um, on the board of directors uh, on the veteran wing of the NFT Rescue Foundation. Um, <clears throat> we also have uh, Lewis Pratt, who's uh, he is a veteran himself. He served in the Army uh, a long time ago in 92 to 94. Um, and he's part of the you'll know him as Captain Caveman and Twitter. Um, and we also have Mike Evans. And Mike Evans was uh, my old gunnery sergeant. He retired in, uh, from the Marine Corps after 23 years as a master sergeant. And he doesn't have anything to do with blockchain. He doesn't know much about it outside of what I've told him. But we wanted to have some sort of outside representation on the board of directors so they can. We don't we don't want to have this be like, a you know, an, an echo box. Right. We, we wanted some sort of outside voice to, to look at things, uh, not with, you know, not through rose colored glasses, but, to, you know, give a realistic perspective on what veterans might want, you know, from an outside perspective. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the group, man. That's the board of directors right there. Love it. We got Block Chuck with the hand up. We're going to pass the coffee cup to him. Hey, Jar. Um, so I know from personal experience with my dad, who was a veteran, uh, and the him being given purpose, uh, especially when it came, he came out as a radar man, and then from there went into electricity and then started working for public works. Uh, and that kept him, you know, motivated and pushing forward. So I'm curious as far as uh, for the veterans that are coming off of active duty, and then transitioning, um, what purpose really means to them and, um, you know, how that empowers them going forward. Yeah, it's, look, any veteran, um, I, I held a space about a month ago, I think, and uh, had a lot of veterans, it, it was hosted by Cardano Spot, and had a lot of veterans come in and relate their stories of transitioning. And, and it may seem like a simple thing, and the military does give you some tools to, to help with the transition, uh, but there needs to be more organizations that connect the dots in between, right, to find opportunity. And, and oftentimes when you're transitioning out of the service, uh, financial stability is one of the one of the issues. Right. So if you move back home, you know, what are you going to do? You know, how, how does your how does your service, how, how does your expertise translate into the civilian world? Oftentimes it does not. Right. So you see a lot of veterans, they, they go for like a post office job or something like that. Right. Something that um, people understand. There's already a lot of veterans in the organization or the business. And, and they, you know, hire you on because they love your attitude. They, they know what you dealt with. Um, when I transitioned back in 2005, uh, there weren't many organizations um, that, that helped with this. Helmets to Hard Hats was one of them. Um, and, and I ended up not getting a job uh, through them, but, um, but they were there for that transition. And, and, and I really appreciated that. It was an opportunity. As time has gone on, there's been a lot more organizations, but there's none in Web3 specifically, right? And, and so that's why camo is it's kind of here. It's to, it's to help build up educational resources for veterans so they can understand blockchain, right? And then when they transition, um, they don't necessarily lose that purpose because there are other veterans in camo that can help relate their experience and also connect the dots into opportunity within Web3 as it grows, right? Right now, there might not be a lot of opportunity. You know, everybody would love to work full-time in Web3, but in five years, that, that's going to be completely different. There are going to be a lot more opportunities. And if Camo can get established right now, build all these relationships with all of the companies that are building in Web3, well, then they know um, that there is a pool of people, highly skilled people with discipline coming and transitioning out of the service every single year that they can look at 
as, as, as real candidates for, for positions at Web3. And I think that's critically important. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. This is why I Cardano is what you're doing here. So uh, that's all I've got news. Yeah, man, totally love that sentiment and agree is something that Jenny often talks about thinking about the reasons that people show up for Cardano so frequently is sometimes for a bigger picture and a greater good for certain things in the world. So very awesome uh, to, to hear that sentiment rolling. Hero's got the hand up, so I'm going to pass this little latte to my friend over there. First off, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, Jarhead, but... I want to ask you, um, obviously, you're, you're going to be setting up a, a, a 501c3, yada, 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 nonprofit. Um, obviously, you're going to be paying yourself, your guys' self. If, if this gets passed and you get the world, you know, everything happens, right? All that information on what you're paying yourself and what you're paying yourself to do all this travel, that's, that's all going to be visible to the people, or is that information going to be private? Well, first off, legally, it has to be visible, right? Um, so, you know, for tax tax purposes, you know, there, there are going to be uh, documents that are filed legally that show every single thing, every single deduction, every expense, all of that. And and I personally don't have a problem with just making it public, public like from the get-go, you know, just, I don't know putting some place like in a website or whatever the case uh, that shows the expenses. Uh, I don't care. I don't want people necessarily to have to go searching for it, even though they're, they're legally, they have a legal right to do that because uh, it's a 501c3. Uh, so we, we want to be completely transparent. And, and this is also the reason why we're trying to be a 501c3. Um, look right now, camo is just me, you know, and, and like-minded people who are in the community and, and we try and do things for veterans. Right. And if we want to solicit funds, um, I'm like, hey, you know, give me money so I can help veterans out. Well, look, that that's not that's not okay, you know. And a lot of people are skeptical of that. But as an incorporated 50C3, I can say, hey, give Camo money, and it's transparent from that point forward. And not only that, but you get a benefit, you get a tax write off for that. Um, and and so it's mutually beneficial. Uh, for instance. I was talking with my wife's, uh, the president of my wife's company about half a year ago at an event. And he asked me what I do. And I told him about camo and I told him about the hopes and dreams that I have for the future. And, uh, I said, right now we're not incorporated, but, uh, when this, and he had no idea what Cardano was or catalyst or anything, but I said, when, once fund 10 opens up, um, I can propose to the community to receive funds to set up a 501 C three. And if anybody wants to donate from that point forward, they can, I said, your company could donate to me. And it just so happens that they have a pretty large uh, philanthropic, uh, you know, section to their company. And he said, well, once you get that set up, I will donate to Camo. And I don't know what that means. It could be 500 bucks. It could be $10,000. But he can donate and he will donate once it's actually set up. And that's the important part. And That's why I need this money to network, to rub elbows with people who, you know, actually believe in the cause itself. And, and I can't, unfortunately, I'm not a rich man. You know, I, I can do what I can do um, and I can visit local, you know, local events in the Philadelphia area, maybe just the East Coast itself. But I can't just fly to Dubai, rub elbows with the people that are important in Cardano. And I can't, you know, go to these uh, veteran conferences that are in California or something like that. Uh, so this is the whole purpose is is to be able to solicit funds from people to support the cause of camo legally and give a mutually beneficial benefit. 
totally understand. I just know that there's a lot of people out there that don't understand how 501c3s kind of work and how open and honest it has to be. So in a project like this where, where you're going out for outreach, right, a lot of sometimes people are always going to just say, well, that's just them trying to get money to go out and do things. But that's not – when you're opening a – a actual charity and doing it the proper way that's not necessarily the case so uh because usually charities don't make very much money so yeah um, and, and and real quick i, I want to bring up another point you know in the proposal itself there is funding for me as the executive director um you know i will be getting paid and, it, and it's equivalent to fifteen thousand dollars and i kind of want to explain that you know I, I've, I've heard some rumblings about that you know why should you get paid well here's the deal you know i work full-time and I'm fortunate enough to have a job that affords me some some flexibility with being able to participate in the community. Okay. And, and I'm very, very fortunate that way. However, if I'm traveling around the country, um, I'm going to have to take time off. And, and that means that, uh, you know, my income is going to have to be supplemented in some way. I cannot take it as a no pay. I can't. Um, and, and also, um, anybody else who's you know, traveling around, um, you know, anybody else from the board of directors that are going to attend a regional event, you know, in Florida or California or something like that. Uh, what I can do is I can actually donate what I get paid from camo back to camo if necessary. And, and that is the important part. And, and so it helps me, but it also helps camo. So I may not even use all of the funding that I get paid necessarily. Uh, me and the board of directors will judge uh, what needs to happen with camo. And, and I will donate money if necessary. Um, if not, this is just to supplement the time off that I know I'm going to have to take in the next year and into the future. Um, because I, I, you know, I can't, I can't take a hit. It's, you know, I, I don't want to be selfish about it, but I have to be realistic. Listen, you can't, you can't go out and do work and not get paid for it. I totally, I totally get it. Trust me, bro. In fact, I voted yes for your stuff. I, I'm asking these questions just because of the grumblings that I hear from not necessarily your project, but other projects that are kind of in the same uh, vein or format. Right. So, but uh, bone pool, you've had your hand up for at least like a half an epoch. Hey, I'm, Fair. I mean, I'm bullish on this project because I've seen it work before. Uh, there's a company called Racing for Heroes. Um, they're in the central Virginia area right outside of the Virginia International Raceway. Um, what they do is uh, returning war heroes. You know, obviously, we've talked about have a hard time reacclimating, and they give them jobs where they are actually taking civilians into the woods or into just a, a scenario and teaching a class of civilians kind of like how to get along, how to survive. So they got contracts with uh, some of the corporations that either they were giving these out as prizes, or I don't know exactly how it was, but some like somebody basically in a cubicle way too long, and they grabbed them and said, okay, you need to learn some real world stuff. And, and this gives us uh, better training before you go into this next meeting. We, we need you to have these experiences before you go into this meeting, you know? So they'd send these, you know, would be executives in the forest too with these jarheads and and like let them beat them up and run them around and teach them how to solve problems. So again, uh, giving a job to somebody that again, um, in the regular world, what do you go do? You, you know what I mean? Like other than a job like that, you know, it's hard to go run a cash register after you know, like you know, I guess humping the fucking ravine. You know, I don't know. I, I saw it work. I saw, you know, real world 
a regular like like clean shirt civilians getting drug around by you know real jarheads and it was amazing like that it worked but they were great friends to us and i just want to shout them out yeah it, that that is critically important you know like i related helmets to hard hats you know i i was i had a skill when i got out of the marine corps you know i was an avionics technician weapon systems uh but even so it didn't mean that there was a job for me right when i got out of the military i still had to apply i had to use my network to actually find a job. And that's how I landed my first job. But if all of that failed, I, I needed some way to support myself afterwards. And that's where Helmets to Hard Hat came in or, or this organization that you're talking about. If I would have known about that, maybe I would have looked into it. If, if there's a camo that exists, maybe I look into that. And, and this is kind of the, this is what I'm trying to do is, is go to these different classes, you know, in, at least in my area, uh, they're called TAP classes, Transition Assistant Programs. And I would love to be a presenter, you know, every so often at some of these bases so I can catch some of these transitioning veterans and say, look, this is blockchain. Whatever your preconceived notions are, this is what I know it to be. And this is the use case of it. And also, you know, with here's part and of- I can I just I just want to interject one thing in that coming from from somebody who is a veteran right you going to the bases they're going to listen to you more than they're going to listen to that news on on cnn right so i just want to interject that sorry yeah no exactly and and one of the cool things about this proposal is we we plan to part of the funding will be used to purchase an earth node a world mobile token earth node now not only does that help create sustainability right some sort of revenue for the project itself excuse me um but it's also an actual use case of the blockchain. So when people say, what the hell is blockchain for? I can say right here, Camo itself is running an earth node that is helping people around the world or in, in places where they don't have telecommunications actually get access to the internet itself. That is a use case. And and I can say, look, you get involved in blockchain. If you want to buy some world mobile token, you know, as an investment or because you believe in the project itself, um, you can actually delegate um, to Camo's Earth Node, and and that is in support of Camo itself, and also again, it's providing that use case, and and I think that's critically important too. You know, it can't just be nothing. It can't. It, you you have to be able to show people that this is useful. Otherwise, people don't care. What uh, what what does opportunity mean if they don't if they don't actually believe that blockchain is a viable thing into the future? Yeah, that itself is actually a real world, uh, you know, use case, uh, which is world mobile. So if anybody isn't, you know, thinking about it, it definitely is. Uh, my son-in-law uh, came out of the Marines and went into WinTech, uh, and now is currently making quite a bit of money hourly as a WinTech, and and has moved on right because he had the skills necessary and the drive necessary in order to become uh, better at it. And um, that's the Marines taught him one thing. Uh, and then from there, he was then be able he was able to leverage that into his next career. And uh, obviously, this is what you're doing with Camo, uh, and it just gives more opportunities, more choices for those who are coming out because not everybody's going to fit in as a WinTech, you know. So yeah, I absolutely love this, and uh, it needs to be there. And the more opportunity, the better for everybody that's been deployed and or been a part of our armed services. I have one other question before you probably wrap it up. Um, we keep talking about veterans. Are we? Are is this project going to reach out to? I know you're not going to be able to travel to veterans outside of maybe the United States, right? But what, what's your 
goal or what's your thoughts on veterans from other countries? Well, so part, part of my hope for Camo is that it can, it can be an example of what can be done in the blockchain, you know, to help veterans. And, and so far, I don't know of any nonprofits uh, anywhere else in the world, uh, but they can follow Camo's model. And, and in that way, you know, I can consult with, uh, you know, with lawyers and, and figure out how Camo can help support them. Now, obviously, awareness, you know, we can provide that. Um, but any sort of funding from Camo, I, I don't know legally how I could, you know, help other nonprofits. Um, Bridge to maybe cross later on, you know. But yeah. you, you, you would obviously be willing to help them maybe set up a project like this in their own country, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, th- this is the thing. World, it's worldwide, right? You know, veterans, they're everywhere. And, and look, this isn't U.S. specific. It, it just happens to be founded by U.S. veterans. Um, but, but again, if we can be the actual, the actual, uh, proof of concept for this, then I think we can help other organizations set up in other countries. I don't care where it is. It doesn't matter. Asia, Africa, you know, Europe, it doesn't matter. You know, this is, this is just the beginning. You know, this proposal is to kickstart, you know, this whole thing. It, it's, it's not the end all be all. Um, and I don't, I don't want to come back to catalyst and, you know, fund 13, fund 14, you know, I, I hope that the Earth Node can provide some sort of sustainability for Camo um, to pay for this, the networking and the outreach that needs to happen. So I don't have to keep coming back to Catalyst and say, hey, I need $5,000 for this or $5,000 for that or $50,000 for something. You know, hopefully World Mobile Token can continue to grow and Camo can reap those benefits and we can scale from there. And, and I can reach out and I can get funds from, uh, you know, from other corporations through sponsorship or, you know, just direct donation. That's this is the key. I want I want people from the outside world to look into blockchain and see something that they recognize, something that that's that's familiar to them. And and veterans is a great way uh, to connect these dots to kind of break this ice. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cardona Over Coffee. Big shout out to Project Camo for joining us. We look forward to what you build in the future. This show is sponsored by Yam4 crypto loans with no margin calls or ongoing interest repayments and indefinite loan terms. Yes, it's possible. Check them out today at yam4.com. That's y a m f o r e.com. We want to give a big shout out to our monthly podcast supporters, The Wizard Tim, Discover Cardano, Book.io, Project Camo, Linda from Stakepool Ticker, M A L U, Twisted Gears, Mihan, Enigma Stakepool Ticker 1, Monster Stakepool Ticker, M N S T R, Epoch Sect, and Psychos, the Cardano card game. We appreciate all your support.